This is the Busy Blokes Podcast with Jake Batrick and Christian Huggins. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Busy Blokes Podcast. My name is Jake Batrick and I'm a busy guy. With me, as always, is my co-host, health coach extraordinaire, Christian Huggins. How are you going, mate? Mate, I'm busier than a one-legged man pushing a wheelbarrow. How about you, brother? (laughs) Yeah, pretty slammed at the minute. This podcast is all about providing you busy folk with health hacks, tricks and tips that'll have you feeling healthier, happier and stronger than ever. So, Bado, we are three weeks down um, officially. How did mm. you go last week? Yes, three weeks down. Uh, going good. So, another little 400 grams off. The scale. The scales. Nice. Off the edge. So gone. What are, we, what are we on now? So, we're currently 98.9. Oh, you've cracked the... Wow. Full kilo. Yeah, nice. Full keg. Full kilo, 1,100 grams from t- in total off yeah. the 100 on the nose, which, which we started at. So um, that's nice. Good job. So that's over That's over three weeks mm-hmm. fully of buying into this sort of stuff. And the first week was a write-off too. So <laughs> <laughs> when you forgot, yeah. when you forgot what you were I doing, forgot, I you forgot. slammed the pizzas to the pub all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Just forgot what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> them habits man uh so i'm pretty pumped with that basically i'm still enjoying all the fun stuff that i love like every weekend we've been doing this i've had something on every saturday night like it's not bender territory <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination but i'm thoroughly enjoying myself every weekend um yeah, flat stick on the social side of things correct eh? yeah it's been a july is always a busy month in my life but um so it's time to start a podcast correct correct (laughs) i could have waited (laughs) i could have waited a month or so but that's okay because it's proving that this stuff still works and you don't have to give up all your favorite beers and pizzas exactly right like you could have gone if we started this process three or four weeks ago you could have lost three to four to five plus kilos by now but you would have done it unsustainably correct just by making a few little tweaks and twinges and hacks here and there, like you've been able to kind of reach this mini milestone of cracking the 100 and now cracking the 99. Exactly right. So last week's action steps were to cook, uh, find two recipes from the mm. uh, Health Coach Christian Cookbook, and I found your famous chili con carne. Oh, my favourite. And the <laughs> same. And uh, the chicken pesto pasta, which was a smash hit <laughs> in my household. <laughs> It went down a tree. Crowd favourite. That was stunning. Chilling con carne, also beautiful. Very, mm. very nice. Um, I've forgotten how good a cook I am. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a subtle bit of yeah modesty in there. I'm really yeah. good around the stove. <laughs> Actually, no, you know what you told me? Because my, my chili con carne, I usually slow cook it. Yes. Right? Yeah, I yeah, usually yeah. shove it all into the slow cooker and let it do the work for yes. me. But what did, and, so, and that's usually like an eight-hour process. You put Correct. it in there for eight hours. But what did you... I remember you telling me you did something different. Yeah, I don't have a slow cooker. I just cook... <laughs> I cooked one important ingredient. So uh, I cooked it all on the stovetop. Now we spoke about last week that I wanted to cook some some stuff to last me the weekend. So mm. we weren't sort of going for the, the pizza or the takeaway option on the weekend, right? Yeah. Tick. Done. Tripled Probably. the serving of chili con carne <laughs> from the recipe because I was entertaining on the Saturday night. So it was shocking weather. So the plan was to do a barbecue and I thought, absolutely no way am I going out there in a hurricane <laughs> trying to cook some snags. So we cooked three times the amount of chili con carne, a few laid outs on the social scene. So I had so much chili con carne coming out of my <laughs> proverbial <laughs> all weekend into Monday. Like right. it was just so much chili con carne, so dense. 
I reckon it's lovely. It's just a lot. <laughs> Correct. I'm ready to pump the brakes on the chili yeah. going forward. So I think going into this week, we're going to do the chicken pesto pasta again because that was Lovely. just stunning. And we're going to pump the brakes on the chili. So this week's action steps, uh, in addition to the new ones, we're going to find something new from the cookbook. Yep. Maybe a little lighter, maybe mm. some more vegetables. Yeah, no, lovely. So, and this is that whole experimentation and personalization. You try yeah. out two recipes, you overdid the the con carne a little bit, so you pump the brakes on I that mean, for it's a little while. Arguably, it that pocket. Arguably, you can't overdo con carne. No, not in my books anyway. And you just make those little substitutions here and there. Like you said, you're eating some salads and stuff the week before, so you can always put that chili con carne mince on top of a salad. Like you don't have to have it with exactly. rice and all the other bits and pieces. That's just what's kind of... Um, prescribed in the recipe as a good addition. So you can make those subtle tweaks here and there once you experiment with them. And now you know that those were some heavy meals for you when you pumped them night after night, day after day. And now you're just going to take a step back and just try something new. Correct. If you want to see my handiwork in the kitchen, head to our Instapipe, Busy Blokes <laughs> podcast on Instagram. The The presentation skill, certainly one was better than the other. <laughs> And that's I was fine. impressed. I was, I was wildly impressed, actually. Um, I made a real fancy guac as well, so we'll chuck those ingredients. Spicy guac. <laughs> spicy guac. Well, it wasn't... So spicy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be spicy. It just was fancy. <laughs> yeah, fancy. Another word for fancy. Um, and the exercises, how did you go with those bats? Yes, good. So I know last week I said I was going to try the B workout from the body weight only mm. uh, exercise program. Didn't get around to it. Yep. <laughs> I got the initial exercises from the A part of that program down pat. And what I was finding was by about halfway through the third round of exercises, so uh, you do two in the two in the first week, another two sessions in the second week, yep. halfway through that third one, I really got the hang of it and mm. was feeling all those muscles and I was a little more puffed because I was obviously doing it properly. I was also adding on an extra rep, not because I wanted to, because I was feeling good wow, and that cool. form was staying there. So that was cool to see, right. especially into the, the fourth lot of exercises. You know, the first the first week I was doing 10 reps and now I'm up to like 11 and 12, which yeah. was really cool, depending on the exercise. So for example, the extended plank with rotation, that's friggin' tricky. That's <laughs> right? a difficult move, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the push-ups, palm raise push-ups, where you go all the way down. Hand release push-ups. Hand yeah. release push-ups. I don't have my cheat sheets. <laughs> struggling. <laughs> I'm your cheat sheet, buddy. I could. I was starting off doing 10. Now I'm doing like 12 or 13. And that's only in three to four sessions. Correct. And, yeah. You know, ideally what you would do, listeners, if you've gone through the workouts yourself, you do workout A, then workout B, then workout A, then workout B. But what Bats has done is he's just focused on workout A for now. And he's just getting the greases yep. grooved, really. Yeah. Greases grooved. <laughs> Um, so he's just getting the greases grooved, groove greases. And <laughs> <laughs> just getting the and wheels just, turning. Just getting the wheels getting turning. Getting them greasy wheels um, turning. And he's already seeing, you know, strength progress in those movements, which is great. So I'm excited to see how you go with workout B and kind of getting that So I probably should have asked, is the... Is it so I should be doing workout B next? Is that how it's designed? Yeah, so it's designed to have multiple kind of exercises for the same muscle groups, essentially. So you do workout A and it does all those fundamental human movements like we spoke about in that week. And then um, you hit the same fundamental human movements, but just in different variations of the same kind of exercises, really. So ideally, yeah, you'd be doing workout A, workout B, workout A, workout B, and kind of flowing through it like that, rather than doing six workout A's and then six workout B's. But right. at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter too much. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll I'll get my head around workout B this week, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, then we'll start alternating. Then do it as prescribed. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
All right, we're getting wet. <laughs> getting real wet this week, aren't we? Getting sloppy, brother. Let's do it. Alrighty, bats. This week we're okay. Hydration about... week. Oi, hang on. <laughs> I thought I was the hydration legend, the hydration expert, because <laughs> I have heaps of beers. Yeah, the water content in yeah. beers does not count, bats. Oh, um, that's awkward. Sorry, so as, mate. As you Sorry. can remember, those four common deficiencies from last week. We got essential fats. We got protein, vitamins, and minerals, which you're kind of covering with the food changes you'll be making over the next couple of months. Yep. And the fourth one was water. Water's low level dehydration, and there's so many. I think a lot of people are dehydrated but don't really realises realise, sorry. Or they're under underhydrated and some common signs are things like just headaches or constipation, bad breath, body aches, fatigue or low energy, poor exercise performance, rapid thirst, having a dry skin and mouth, cravings, irritability and dark urine. So cravings is huge, hey, because when you're hungover you're dehydrated. Yeah. And Sundays just craving all sorts of <laughs> Anything salty and naughty, yeah. (laughs) Very naughty. Um, Yeah, cravings is huge. And I mentioned it in week one or episode one about the, um, you know, 70, 75% of cravings can be linked back to to mild to moderate dehydration. Um, So just slamming that water down can often abate those cravings, which is a cool thing for anyone who's trying to, you know, push the cravings away. Um, But water is so important for many things, like your body needs it to help moisten food as your saliva, digest the food as gastric secretions, transport oxygen and nutrients to and from cells in the blood, Eliminate waste with your urine and regulate body temperature through sweat. But it also like lubricates your joints. It helps dissolve minerals, moistens tissues in the eyes and nose, helps protect your spinal cord, improves memory and attention span, and heaps more. So you can see how important it is to prioritize, yet so little people are actually prioritizing it. It's literally vital to every single aspect of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're like 50 to 70% water. Like <laughs> we are mostly, mostly made of water. Um, yeah, we right. can last weeks without food, but we can only last days without water as well. Is there a test you can do to figure out how much you need to drink? Because we worked out early on, I've got to drink between three to four liters of water mm. a day. Yeah. Uh, nailing it, by the way. But like I was a hundred kilo bloke. Like, is it different for women? Like, you know, what's the difference in water intake? Right. So the Mayo Clinic from America recommends this minimum daily intake of water for women around 2.7 litres a day and men around 3.5 litres a day. But this varies from person to person. You may need more water if you've been exercising, like you're a bigger person, like you said, you've been traveling, you work outdoors, if you're sick or injured, if you live in the hot climate, if you've been active or moving around a lot been sweating, or if you've been drinking alcohol, you may need some more water than what's been recommended. But what I like to encourage clients <laughs> to do is the piss test or the pee test. Oi, the piss test. And it's not how pissed you are no. on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is how you test your level of hydration on a daily basis. So your urine should be just the faintest color of yellow. Like if it's completely clear, it means you're overhydrating because too much of anything can be a bad thing. And if you're overhydrating, it means you're kind of just flushing out whatever nutrients you're getting from your food, essentially. Um, if it's anything darker than that very light color of yellow, then you're starting to move towards the dehydration realm. What about if you've had a, say, a multivitamin and you've got like fluorescent, <laughs> fluorescent wheat? Does that's, that happen that's sometimes? Ge- that's generally a sign of a really bad multivitamin. Really? just peeing it out. <laughs> yeah, right. It's expensive pee. 
That's really Shivers. expensive pee you've got there if that's what's happening. That's actually um, funny. No, there's there's definitely some, um, you know, chemical compounds and chemical elements that will change the color of your urine. But generally speaking, if you've got really multicolored urine, um, it generally means you've got a very expensive wee because you're just weeing out everything that you've just taken in. Yeah, right. Um, but so, with, you know, you want to have that light color of yellow. When it starts to get darker, you just got to top up with the water. If it gets to really dark yellow or brown in some cases, head yeah. to the doctors. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not ideal. No, not ideal. So just to recap, most for everyone, basically it's two and a half to four liters of water a day. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I see most clients falling in. Um, and if I had a five foot female client who lives in, um, you know, Canada, it's winter and she works as a desk worker, she's going to have different hydration requirements to my six foot Aussie who's working in summer as a bricklayer, mm. right? They're two different types of people two different activity levels, two different statures and everything like that. So the way that you can um, monitor your hydration levels yourself is the piss test. Down to the wet stuff and the be- the business of the hydration. Slippery business. Yep. Slippery, <laughs> slippery when wet. <laughs> hydration tips. You've got 11 of these yeah. down here on the, yeah. on the PowerPoint that I'm looking at. This is funny. I used to work with someone that hated water like the thought of drinking straight water was like torture me eating broccoli like <laughs> do, you, do you hate broccoli that i much? hate broccoli oh, so no. much broccoli smells like farts man like, <laughs> I don't, i'm like i'll eat it no, I'll don't eat. talk don't torture yourself like that no no but it's like it's nice it's nice i can't eat straight broccoli but i can drink heaps of water because i love cold water yeah love it and i've got a fancy big bottle but yeah, this coworker like was getting those. Um, they're almost like tea bags or infused flavor things. Oh, uh, like T two. Yeah, yeah, and right. you throw it in your drink bottle, and it was like okay. they were like, I can't, I can't get through this nine hundred mils without one of these bad boys in there. And I was yeah. like, that is so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said this in I think maybe week one, but the only time I would have our water back in the day is if it was mixed with a generous splash of cordial or yeah. whatever fraction was in my breakfast juice or Pepsi <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until I started to implement some of these hacks, which I'll outline today, that it became water became a little bit more exciting to me. Yeah, And I think a big thing as well is what we chatted about in the nitty gritty, but just changing your mindset about water like, mm. and, and knowing how important, how important yeah. it is. Yeah, um, it's crucial. Yeah, like just that alone can be like, oh, like maybe this is something that I should prioritize. Like having that kind of mentality around why you should eat a little bit better, why you should eat a bit, drink a bit more water. Like usually that can be quite enough to make some, some solid changes. Yeah, and we're not asking people to be a camel here. Like you don't have to drink liters and liters and liters and liters in one go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little you bit find more. Find your happy point. Just keep monitoring Correct. your pee and uh, you're good to go. But tip number one is just to, like your friend did, he made his water a little bit more enticing. So he got those little fancy little tea bags, but yeah. you can also make your water more enticing by just squeezing like citrus fruits, like lemon, lime, or grapefruit in there. Um, you can crush some berries up, put some frozen berries in there. You can get some fresh kind of herbs like mint or parsley, or even just ice. Like, you know, you were talking about cold water mm. and that's your thing. Like, I'm not too fond of drinking a glass of room temp water. No. Like, it's not very tangelizing on no, a hot day. It tastes like actual boredom. Yeah. <laughs> room temp water. So just like, you know, pimp it. Like, you know, make it just that little bit more exciting rather than just going straight yeah. from the tap or whatever it might be. Like, make it more enti- enticing by having those citrus fruits or the herbs or the spices, whatever. Not even spices. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can put cayenne in there if you want. <laughs> Cumin. I might try that this Paprika week. water. No, just some, um, some herbs like mint or parsley or some ice to get it cold. Like, so you make it how you like it. 
I like that. Pimp my water. Yeah. It's like pimp my ride with exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get him on next week. Pimp it, fool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so tip number two is just to buy a big one liter plus stainless steel or glass water bottle and just carry it around with you everywhere and just like refill it multiple times throughout the day. So this big bottle, and I've got one here in my hand, I've got this one. It's called Watermate. It's 1.9 litres. So it's, a, it's 1. like 1.9? It's like a spare tire for your car. <laughs> doubles. Doubles as enormous. a weapon as well. Yeah, this one's gigantic. It acts as like a visual prompt for me. Like rather than mm. setting, which is one of the tips, is set, set some reminders in your phone or whatever. But this just, it's next to me. And it's so gigantic that I just look at it and I'm like, oh, I've got to fill that thing up. And the reason I want you to do stainless steel or glass water bottle is because plastic water bottles and plastic Tupperware and all that sort of stuff leach chemicals into your water and microplastics. And they've done in studies, people who work at these plants have microplastics and these chemicals found in their blood and their semen and stuff, which isn't a good thing, obviously. No way. Um, So if we can limit our exposure to plastics ever so slightly by just having a stainless steel or glass water bottle, then that's um, fantastic. Especially here in Australia. Like or oh, the heat, forty degree day yeah, with the a plastic heat, water bottle. The yeah. heat releases those compounds a little bit more yeah. into the water. So if you're leaving a plastic water bottle in your car, um, not to like, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom and scare, no, no. scare you. <laughs> but if we if we can limit our exposure to these toxins, yeah. then I think it's a good. What's that slow burn, right? Slow, slow burn, burn, baby, <laughs> with everything. Uh, sorry, I'm just having a sip of out of my stainless steel. <laughs> what <are we? laughs> a bit of ASMR <laughs> for yeah, everyone playing. <laughs> Uh, so mine just hang on, I want to brag about my drink bottle first. So mine's a beautiful Oasis uh one point five liter. Oasis. Um, nice. Good size. Good yeah. size. It's not all size doesn't really matter a whole no, lot, but no, no. <laughs> not in this but, domain, bats. No, but uh it well it's that one can fit in it's your hand a few, nicely. Correct. It's had yeah, it's got a I can get a nice grip on it. Yeah. It's had a few scratches and dings, but uh, it's a nice, like I'd call it a... Like indestructible. A, yeah, like a night navy blue, sort of night yeah, sky like blue. It. It's nice on the eyes. Um, so I really enjoy it. Um, it just keeps it so cold, like all, <laughs> like, all day. It's yeah. fantastic. These insulated ones that are coming out these days are fantastic. Mm. Um, keeping them, like this this one I've got, this, I'm not, we're not shouting, it's not sponsored by Watermate Oasis. No, no. Uh, just yet anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one I can leave in my car. Um if I accidentally live in the car and it's still cold after like two hours yeah. in, there in, the, in the heat and stuff like that. Or if it's, if it's Even like when you're, you're like out and about exercising the at the beach yep. or going for a hike or whatever it is, foot going out of the park, kick the footy. Like it's a worthwhile investment. Throw it in the sun <laughs> for <laughs> like purpose. an hour yeah. and it's fine. Still cold. Still, still cold. Still cold. How good. Tip number three is to fill up a big water bottle and just make it your mission to finish it before smoko mm. or lunch. So just making it like making those little milestones, I guess, like you've got that 1.5 liter bottle there and you should just get by with around two of those a day. But if you're exercising, it's really hot, maybe a little bit more than that. So all you need to do is fill it up in the morning, finish it before lunch and then fill it up again at lunch. So you've got those kind of like mini milestones or targets to work towards. What about fizzy water? Yeah. So some people really like that tactile experience. Like sometimes of like soda, like like a Coke or like a Pepsi or a fan, like it's like nice and fizzy and it's a good refreshing hit. And my bottle here is actually full of um, sparkling mineral water. You got water sparkling well. water yeah, in that sparkling thing. Sparkling in there. Cheeky um, devil. Yeah, I had cheeky no idea. Devil. So you can invest in those soda streams these days. Yeah. Um, they just pump that carbonated water straight through. And obviously, you wouldn't be pounding that all day, every day, but it's something no. to kind of just give you that little bit of a fizzy hit. Um, or buying things like uh, San Pellegrino is a great brand as well yep. of sparkling mineral water. Um, but just something to get that 
fizzy hit or have that tactile experience that you can go down that route. Uh, number five is to make it a habit to drink a tall glass of water or two upon waking to get you hydrated right from the beginning of the day. Okay. So I think I know where this is going. <laughs> hydrate before you caffeinate. Yeah, you know brother. I like um, it. So when you sleep or during sleep, your body you know, loses water through sweating and perspiration, re- respiration as well, like through breathing. Yeah. So you wake up in the morning and your body is kind of screaming out to be rehydrated right from the get-go. Mm. And there's a lot of people that might just reach straight for the coffee machine yeah. and just pound that espresso or whatever it might be, which kind of just adds to the cortisol fuse that's just been bombed through your system to wake up anyway. Your body releases a little bit of cortisol to wake you up. That's yep. why you kind of your eyes open. Yep. So just adding fuel to the fire by pouring caffeine or coffee on top <laughs> of that while your body wants to be hydrated is never not, uh, not really the best thing. So just, you know, coffee's great. It's like the coffee bean itself has many fantastic health mm. benefits. Um, caffeine is a great like ergogenic supplement, which means it's a good performance booster and obviously increases your alertness and creativity and all that sort of stuff. But just make it that habit, just a tall glass of water or two upon waking before you hit that coffee. Um, just can we quickly tangent on coffee? Because coffee culture in Australia, I think, is arguably one of the best in the world. Huge, yeah. Are there coffees that aren't so good for you? Like, obviously, if you're having five full strength, full cream, flat whites, like <laughs> I just, one couldn't do that because I would just be, it would just be coming straight out the other end. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's not, not recommended me. to have cream or milk if you're slightly lactose intolerant. Correct. Um, so, and obviously, you don't want to have heaps of sugar in your coffee, right? Yeah, yeah. So, coffee, the best way you can drink coffee is long blacks. So, just straight up with water. Yeah. Um, that's definitely the way to do it. But <laughs> I tell people this back when I was drinking coffee, I could have four or five a day, and yeah. I would have four or five teaspoons of sugar in it, and it'd be a flat white. Jeez. So, I didn't just overnight go, oh, you know, black coffee is amazing. So I just didn't go like straight to that. I went down to four teaspoons then did that for a little while. And then three teaspoons, two, yep. one, just milk. And then with no milk after that. So I definitely transitioned mm. to that. Um, there's nothing wrong with having some like full cream milk in it or anything like that, because that can be quite healthy as well. But the issue comes when you start pounding lots of sugars in it, or if you go to like Dome, for example, and get an iced caramel frappe with like all the fluffy koala, the fluffy koalas <laughs> in it. <and> <laughs> So you can you can have four or five cups of coffee a day and it's it's actually quite healthy and there's lots of studies that are coming out now supporting it for like cardiovascular health and, and all that sort of stuff. But I like to once a month actually cycle off caffeine because you can you've obviously probably noticed this yourself. It probably takes you three or four coffees to feel the same effects of yeah, caffeine than it yeah. did a couple of years ago when you had your first cup and you were bouncing off the walls. That's yep. because your receptors in your brain are actually soaked. <laughs> yeah, right. So you need to have that kind of step back every now and then. So there's two ways you can do it. One, you can just have a couple of days off a week. So maybe over the weekend you have two or three days yep. off. Or once a month, I like to just do one week of decaf. Mm. And that's usually enough to kind of get me resensitized to caffeine. So I'm actually experiencing the benefits of, yep. of caffeine. So for me, I'm a shift worker. So like sometimes I'm starting work like in the middle of the night at 4 a.m., mm. uh, might be 5am, whatever it is, or other times I've got a pretty normal start. So like when I'm on a more normal start, I'll try and only limit it to like two coffees a day, yep. maybe one pretty soon after I get to work and then maybe one around lunchtime just to help get through the rest of the day. Yep. Uh, I know my old man as a rule, doesn't drink coffee after midday because then he That's can't me. sleep. Yeah. 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 It's like you just got to be play, play smarter, not harder. Eh? Yeah. And knowing yourself, because you've obviously, you probably know those people that can drink a cup of coffee and then go straight to bed afterwards. It yeah. I reckon I could be one of those people, yeah. but I'm like too scared to try. <laughs> yeah, don't try. Don't know. Not recommended, dude. Um, but that in the sleep week, we'll talk about the caffeine and how that may impact your sleep because 
Some people are faster metabolizers than others, but you know your body better than anyone else. And that midday coffee for you, Bato, might actually be a thing of the past with all these things we're putting in place that will help increase your energy naturally through just like movement and good food and hydration and stuff like that. So you may not need that coffee to get through the rest of your day because you've got those natural energy reserves. Another tip I can see here, we've got set alarms and reminders in your phone and that sort of really stretches to a lot of aspects of what oh, we're, we're talking about in this. But I like this next one, attaching, attaching your hydration goals to a habit. So this is a concept known as anchoring. So you can think about habits in the start anyway. We need, we're going to fall off the wagon. We need reminders. Yeah. We need to pick ourselves back up, which is why alarms and reminders are so great in those early stages anyway. But eventually you get to a stage, hopefully, where you, it's all second nature. You just do it on autopilot. You don't have to think about it anymore, e.g. brushing your teeth. So early on when you were four or five and your mum and dad were getting you to brush your teeth, like it could be a bit of an arduous process and you're yeah. getting how to do it and you're having to figure out how to use your hand to move it up and yeah, down yeah, your yeah. face and all this sort of stuff. But now you just, it's probably not even on your radar anymore. No. You just do it when you jump in the shower or after your shower or before, yep. whatever it might be. So anchoring is this concept of attaching a new habit that you're trying to do to an already formed habit. Okay. So something is already ingrained that you do every single day. You might watch TV every single day. So you anchor your new habit of doing a few yoga poses while you watch TV. Yep. You might um, jump in the car every single day. So you do 10 squats before you jump in the car. So you're anchoring this new habit to this already existing habit that you've got. And the one that I've got here is attach this drinking water to something like brushing your teeth. So just leave a glass next to where you brush your teeth and that acts as the, as the visual prompt. To fill it up and drink some water. Can you get your water through any other means other than liquid form? You're you're reading ahead for me, mate. Yes, yeah, the wink there as well. <laughs> um, Forgot we were on podcast yeah, yeah. format. I did a really sultry wink towards yeah. Christian for those playing at home because I knew the answer. Yeah, it's, it's the golden rule: yeah. don't ask a question you don't know the answer yeah. to. So you can you can eat. Your water bado. So there are water dense <laughs> foods that yeah. are actually ninety percent plus water. So these are foods like tomato, capsicum, celery, broccoli, cucumber, radishes, watermelon, grapefruit, zucchini, leafy greens, and more as well. So these kind of foods serve as like a, a backup plan, I guess, for those days when we fall short in terms of hydration. And like shouldn't be in any way considered a viable substitute for just drinking water, but they can act as that, you know, that little size. So yep. you could cut up some capsicum and they can be your little snack or you can, you know, have your watermelon as your fruit for the day or you can add some zucchini to your loaded bolognese and that adds a bit of water content to your food. We spoke about in episode one, not eating all the apples on Sunday. <laughs> before the apple a day. Yeah. <laughs> apple a day keeps the doctor away. Unless you're eating them all on one day, then it doesn't quite work. Same yeah. for water, right? Same for water. So Same whatever principle. your target is, 2.5 litres, 3, 3.5, like whatever your target is, don't save it all and drink it all after work like yeah. before you go to bed because you're just going to be up in the middle of the night yeah. urinating like crazy. So just like the apple a day, like spreading it out of the course of the week, the water, spread that out over the course of the day. So think about it. If you have your one or two glasses upon waking before you have your coffee, you fill up your 1.5 litre bottle and you set yourself a reminder to drink that at 10 a.m. and midday. And then you eat a few water-dense vegetables and you have a glass of water half an hour before dinner. That's probably three litres 
added up right there and you've only just changed a couple little things here and there. I've just read ahead again because I'm switched on, energized and Love very it. clever and hydrated, but I'm <laughs> yeah. not really sure about this one. Add salt to your water. Yes. Yeah, salt water. So if you're ever stranded at sea, don't drink salty water. No. Like, don't drink the seawater. But dehydration isn't always just a lack of fluid. It's not always just a lack of H2O. It can also be a lack of minerals and electrolytes. Okay. So sea salt in particular Himalayan sea salt or Celtic sea salt contain 80 plus trace minerals that are really, really important for the human body. But adding just a pinch of sea salt or half a teaspoon to a teaspoon of sea salt to your water can help replace any lost sodium, electrolytes and those minerals. So always start small, right? And don't go adding like a, a tablespoon to your water because it's probably going to taste quite disgusting. But this is a morning <laughs> habit for me now. I get my lemons. There's nothing magical about lemons, no fat loss miracle or anything like that. I no. literally just like the taste of it in my water. So yeah, yeah. squeeze a bit into a gigantic mug, put a cap full of apple cider vinegar, which actually helps with blood sugar regulation and also is a good um, beneficial bacteria for the gut. And then I put a half a teaspoon of pink salt into my cup and just fill it with warm water. Like that's yeah, a nice right. little hydrating cocktail right from the get-go as I wake up. But especially if you're exercising or working outside and sweating lots, you'll be losing a lot of those electrolytes mm. and sodium. Um, so just replacing it with a good quality sea salt is a good idea. Now, we had this conversation on the weekend when we were having a good time socializing. I've never associated calories with beers because <laughs> I love beers a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so for example, there was a rogue uh, Gordon's G&T in my fridge. We looked at the calories on each alcoholic mm, beverage. This even tripped me out. The Gordon's G&T lemon flavored was 217 calories. Yeah. Which is out. insane. Yeah. What would that be the equivalent to in like food terms? Is that like... Or like two cups of rice. Um, it would be three whole eggs. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Those are just things in one can. In one can of that. And, so if you and, had and like not, three not, or four of those. Not many people on a night out are just drinking one. Like you get No, no. That's what I mean. Yeah. Plus or whatever. Um, yep. And with alcohol... And the consumption of alcohol, things quickly get out of hand when you consume a handful of drinks over the course of the night, or if you enjoy a cocktail, God forbid, because those things are just, I love cocktails, don't get yeah, me wrong, yeah, but yeah. like those things are just loaded with sugar. Yeah. Um, and then also leads to poorer habits the day after, so eating wise and less movement. And then the night of, you're usually feasting on like kebabs and all that sort of stuff. So calories just refers to the amount of energy stored in the food we eat. And if we consume too many calories without burning them off through the body's many processes and movement, then we end up storing it as body fat on the body. For tip number 11, it's the last tip, and we'll go into quite a lot of detail on this one, but it's to stop drinking your calories. Mm. So it's so easy just to slam down soft drink or juice or energy drinks or chocolate yep. milks or milkshakes. Fluffy koalas. Fluffy koalas, yeah, caramel <laughs> frappes um, or alcohol. And it's just adding a lot of energy onto the equation or onto your body where there's not much or any like nutritional benefit to, to many of these drinks. Um, and I often say like, if we were just to cut out and you don't have to, but like, if you were just to cut out soft drink and soda, like mm. that would be a massive dent in the world obesity problem. One of my favorite stories ever was the then Brisbane Lions coach, Michael Voss, premiership hero for this footy yeah. team, right? I'll see. When he, when he was, went into coaching, he just stacked on the kegs. Yeah. And then he lost a little bit of weight, eventually got asked. He's like, oh, Vossi, you're, like, you're looking pretty good. Like, what are, you, what are you doing different? He's like, I've just stopped drinking three iced coffees a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like... For someone like me that can't drink a lot of straight milk, like, yeah, yeah. That, the thought of that was just terrifying. Oh, but, man, I love dare ice coffees. Yeah. I used to love them. But pumped full of calories, right? Yeah, and like, you know, those calories can be spent 
elsewhere with other kind of foods that are actually more filling for you because you don't get really that full off like, you know, these other kind of empty calorie drinks. And when it comes to alcohol, the Australian guidelines state that if you're a healthy adult, to reduce the risk of harm from alcohol-related disease or injury, healthy men and women should drink no more than 10 standard drinks a week and no more than four standard drinks on any one day. But you can see how quickly it gets out of control. If you're like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, you have like a one, like maybe two beers after yeah. work. Like that classes you as a pretty light drinker. Yeah. But if Friday afternoon you chock off work and then you have a couple pints and, uh, you know, Jack's and Coke, that puts you into like a heavy moderate drinker. And then if you go out for dinner on a Saturday night, enjoy a couple glasses of wine, that puts you into the heavy drinking category mm. quite quickly. Yeah, right. So it's pretty easy to get yourself into that heavy drinker mm -hmm. sort of level without really even trying. Yeah. So yeah. what have we got any tips to like lessen alcohol consumption, yeah, especially during the week? Yeah. I'm going to breeze through these um, these tips because um, obviously there can be quite a lot of unraveling that needs to happen with some people when it comes to alcohol consumption. Yeah, of course. But number one, just delay your next drink for like 10 minutes to see if you still even want it. So rather than just breezing through and sculling and quickly going, like just delay for 10 minutes, set a little timer on your phone or look at the clock and just... Wait that 10 minutes to see if you still want it. Number two, schedule alcohol-free activities at times you'd normally hit the pub, beach, mini golf, picnic, go for yeah. a walk, go to the park. Smart. Yep. Number three and four kind of tie hand in hand, but go for quality over quantity and just savor your drink. So rather than sculling or taking big gulps, just sip it. Just really enjoy, enjoy that it. beer. Yep. Number five, have a tall glass of water between each alcoholic drink just to kind of one, hydrate yourself, two, lessen the effects of the hangover and three, Maybe take up a bit of space that a beer might take up yep. a bit later on. Because beer is not water. No. <laughs> Number six, practice moderation. So just have that in mind when you're, when you're drinking. Seven, choose cleaner or low, lower calorie alcohol options and mixes. Yeah, so that's a nice little segue. If you head over to our Instagram page, at Busy Blokes Podcast, we've put a little clip up there of us talking about some of those lower calorie and cleaner options that one for me I didn't even associate calories with beer so it was really eye-opening for me and there's actually a lot out there now yep some definitely some better choices uh, number eight is to create what I call calorie buffers when you're having those nights out so you're still able to make headway towards any weight loss goals so that's just eating a little less the day and before or the mm. day after um, just so you can still make headway on your, on your weight loss goals I'm practicing that at the moment yeah trying, <laughs> trying to give it a go anyway uh, number nine prepare your body to deal with the toxic overload of drinking. Number 10, make good nutrition choices when drinking or even prepare in advance. That can be a huge one. So rather than just succumbing to the chips or the burgers or the pita breads or the kebabs and all this oh, sort of stuff. Yeah, like donut kebab. Yeah, the donut kebab. You know, make make something like your chili con carne, for example, like you had a lot, lot of that left over. So that could have been a Saturday night meal at home that you were like out in the city and you could have gone, oh, I've got my chili con carne at home. Yeah. So rather than going out and getting a meat box, yeah. I could go, <laughs> go home and eat some chili con carne that I made from scratch. Um, yeah. Or just, yeah, just be clever with the, the food choices when you're drinking. And just good choices when you're drinking anyway. You just got to be so You got to be so careful. <laughs> Okay, uh, quickly, action steps for this week. Uh, now, we've already implemented the number one. Yeah, so that's just continuing to hit that high hydration goal of two mm. and a half to four litres of water per day. Number two, so if you'd normally have a drink or go to the pub after work, try scheduling an alcohol-free activity on just one of those days. Yeah. So just, just making one substitution during the week. And then the last one is for snacks and sides. Try buying some of those water-dense foods as your snacks this week, Bado. So tomato, capsicum, celery, broccoli, cucumber, radishes, watermelon, grapefruit, zucchini. Yep. Maybe beans. not broccoli, but um, yeah. definitely <laughs> I'll give some of the other ones a crack. Watermelon, mate. Nothing better. <laughs> what if I want a little gold star extra credit? <laughs> 
Gold Star extra credit. Add some of that pink Himalayan All right. sea salt to your water. One to two teaspoons. Okay. Maybe just one. Start with one. I'm going to try Start it. Start with half. And I'm going to give it a review <laughs> and see how I go. Wow. Hydration. There's a lot to We're unpack wet. there. And I'm yeah. so wet. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, Christian. Well, this is normally the part of the podcast where we do a Q&A and we open up the mailbag and we thank all those that have reached out so far and got involved. It's been really cool, but I'm not sure what happened this week. The mailman must have had an RDO or something. The pipe, the pipe dried up. The pipe is dry. <laughs> no uh, questions, no questions. Not to worry, but uh, you can send through any questions or stories to our podcast email. It is busyblokespodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram at Busy Blokes Podcast, just like Sammy has. This is really cool. So he's obviously been tuning in and uh, he said to me on Instagram, G'day Bats, been really inspired by your journey to start my own journey. Hey. I've just got to do it after I come back from Bali. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> which, that one out of the way. Which is fantastic. Yeah, love it. I can't think of anything better than one last hurrah living like a king or queen in Bali. Bali belly just ripping through you. That'd be a good head start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you can kind of sync that up to the end of the trip, yeah. you'd be absolutely That's flying. That's actually wonderful, Beto, like that inspiration that you're giving people. And obviously what we're talking about on this podcast is just sending those positive ripples around into the environment. Exactly right. That slow burn, baby. Slow it's, burn. It is working ever so slowly, but it is working. Uh, so that was really cool. So keep us up to date, Sammy, on how you go. Uh, can't wait to hear how your journey goes. Um, Goss, before we wrap up, mate, one little golden chicken nug of wisdom before we head into next week. Right. So just like with anything and everything, it's you don't have to do the all or nothing approach. So when it comes to like hydration and when we're talking about those empty calories, like maybe if you're someone who drinks those kind of full strength Cokes, like mm. Coca-Cola, like maybe you just transition to Coke Zeros. Like yeah. that, that is, you just think about these little steps you can take to move you in the right direction, yeah. right? So if you're already drinking caramel Frappuccinos, maybe you just take the caramel out. Yeah, and leave the frappuccino in there for a bit. Or when I did the five sugars in my tea, and I took out one at a time. But I think the soft drink one is really good because a lot of people drink soft drink on a yeah. day to day basis. So just subbing for those Coke zeros or the Sprite zeros or the no sugar version, and then yeah. you can transition to like other fizzy sparkling probiotic drinks like kombucha to have that little flavorful hit. Is it fair to say that the the soft drink one, if you can get if you can get away from those full strength soft drinks, oh, that's man. like a massive step. Like, and it's such. It's not easy because, yeah. you know, people, it's a habit that it's been built up and people obviously like it. But, you know, if and you can. Sugar is so addictive. Correct. And if you can get yourself away from that, that's going to that's gonna be so massive for, for your, whatever your journey you're on going forward, right? Huge. I, I honestly think that cutting out soda and soft drinks can be, can put a huge dent in the worldwide obesity problem. Like, mm. And if, you, if, if all that means is just subbing it for the Coke Zero option or the Zero Sugar option, then I think that's a really good move. And I never thought I would like kombucha, but I'm, I'm a convert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a nice ice cold kombucha yeah, nice. is actually really nice. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. Rightio, well, a jam-packed episode four of the Busy Blokes podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, the Busy Blokes podcast, your one-stop shop for the best bang for your buck health hacks. Head over to our Instagram page at Busy Blokes Podcast for more tips and tricks to help you become healthier and happier. And you can follow me on Instagram at Health Coach Christian. If you have any questions or just want to share your stories, email us at 
busyblokespodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Insta. Thanks to Damon Sutton for your audio wizardry behind the scenes, mate. Really, really appreciate it. Now, tune in next week as we have a look at a hack, a really neat hack, to boost the quality and quantity of your life, Goss. I'm already frothing at the bit for this one. (laughs) It's called Neat, and we'll see you then. Love you, Dad. Love you, Dad.